You're listening to Pixels in Flesh, an Anderson Dexter novel, written and read by M. Darusha Wayne. For more information, visit darusha.ca. Chapter 19 Even though she'd made it a good way down the beach toward the airport, it didn't take long for Dex to find Annabelle. She was the one with half a dozen rough-looking streeters sitting in front of her. As he was approaching, he pinged her again. Everything okay? Yeah, she answered. I am capable of having a conversation with people out here, you know. He was chastened, but then she went on. I'll be glad when you get here, though. I'm about ready to be done. He picked up the pace, even though walking in sand always made him feel like he was on a treadmill. People routinely went out of their way to avoid streeters. There were stories about them attacking folks, but in Dex's experience, they were no more likely to be dangerous than anyone else. He figured the real reason was that no one liked to be reminded of the realities of poverty, of how close most of them were to being in the same position as that person living out of a bag. Dex took a breath to fortify himself as he approached the group. He wasn't immune to those feelings. He just knew what they were. It only made it easier. It didn't make it easy. Hi, Annabelle said as he grew near. To the group, she said, This is Dex. We work together. The odd emphasis she put on the word work meant that she must have identified herself as a member of the nameless security organization. That they both operated out of M-City didn't change the fact that these people would recognize them as being, at least, not a threat. Hopefully, as allies. This is Crystal, Annabelle said, gesturing toward a dark-skinned woman wearing what looked like a corporate uniform with the emblems removed. She was the least scruffy-looking of the group, and could have passed for someone's employee if one didn't look too closely. She's been telling me about some people we probably ought to get to know. Dex gave Annabelle the side-eye, and she responded with a raised eyebrow and a sweet smile. Dex had no idea what that meant. I'm really surprised you don't know about these guys, Crystal said. I figured they were part of your outfit, or at least adjacent to it, you know? I'm sorry, Dex said, but you have me at an advantage. What, guys? The small man next to Crystal barked a laugh. They aren't like a social club or something. I don't think they have a name. It's just folks. Dex made a face but kept quiet, waiting for someone to start providing actual details. He had enough experience with situations like this to know that letting the conversation unfold at its own pace was more likely to be productive than trying to steer it. People like to tell their stories their own way. That's true, Crystal said, but there is some kind of organization. A bunch of people doing random stuff on their own couldn't have done this. She spread her arms to encompass the jury-rigged dwellings up past the high tide mark. Things started to drop into place for Dex. He now saw that each shelter, while uniquely homebrew on the outside, had several aspects in common. Each one seemed to have a portable sanitary unit, and there was a small combination zapper chiller, and a few had external everywhere net interfaces. Dex hadn't met many people who hadn't had the implants installed either at school or work, but there were some, and obviously those people would be more likely to be streeters. This is some kind of... Dex searched for the correct anachronistic terminology. Humanitarian aid. Annabelle nodded. It's not a free handout, the man said, indignant. We're expected to pay it on to the next person who ends up down here with nothing. And we do. We've figured out that we can do a lot better if we stick together. He angled his head toward what Dex thought was a particularly large shelter, maybe for a couple, but now saw was a community space. 
There were secured storage units, a large chiller, and what Dex thought might be a full-sized shower. It's almost like an open-air dorm, he said, then immediately wished he could take it back. There might be the most rudimentary comforts here, but these were still barely shelters. I'm sorry, he said, looking at each one of them. I don't mean to make light of your situation. It's all right, the man said. I think we all knew what you meant. One of the people near the end said in a quiet voice, I lived in a dorm once that was worse than this. At least we have hot water. There were a few nods, but Dex still felt like an asshole. Do you have any idea where they get their supplies? Annabelle asked, bringing the conversation back. Crystal shook her head. I have a contact. It's an anonymous messenger, but it's always the same person who comes. We let them know what we need, and sometimes we get it, sometimes we don't. Don't get the wrong idea, the man said. These people aren't just throwing arrows at us. The chillers and labs are only a small part of what they provide. The real asset they've shared with us is information. Dex felt Annabelle tense, and he looked over. It didn't look like fear or discomfort, more like anticipation. What kind of information? Ways to get a currency account without a job, Crystal said. Places to find cheap or free clothes. How to start a business online. The whole gamut. Everything from basic how-not-to-starve tips for folks who are new to the streets to ways to build a full life outside of having a corporate job. She shrugged. There's even a whole course on how to get into a corporate job if that's the route a person wants to go. Wait, Dex said. A course? This is a school? Annabelle grinned now. Dex, meet some of the graduates of Better Biz Brigade. Just because they are doing some good things, that doesn't mean that they aren't involved in the attacks. Dex had been impressed with the things the group on the beach had told them, but he was even more suspicious of BBB now. They obviously had an agenda, and it was easy to see how a path could be traced between helping victims of corporate insensitivity to starting a more active fight. I know, Annabelle said. That's why I asked you to join us. I get the impression that if there is a connection, it's not all the way through the training organization. First off, we think these attacks are being perpetrated by only two or three people per area. From what Crystal told me, there are dozens of people involved in Nice alone, and BBB has likely been training people all around the world. Dex nodded. I bet it's one of those situations where the right hand doesn't know what the left hand is doing. Or, to make a mess of your body part metaphor, that the left hand pinky finger is off doing its own operation, which it thinks is in keeping with the rest of the body's ideals, but is really just causing more trouble. That isn't really how metaphors work, Dex said, a grin sneaking onto his face. You knew what I meant, Annabelle said with mock outrage. Anyway, how are we going to find out what those hands and fingers really are doing, he asked. I'm not willing to put in the months it would take to become a trusted member of their community in the hopes that we might come across some useful tidbit. I think I might have a way to skip ahead a little bit. Annabelle winked and sent Dex a link. Curious, he followed it to a text-only workspace. It was familiar. Annabelle often wrote code without any kind of graphical interface, and she'd shown him things like this before, but he'd never understood what he was looking at. Now was no different. This is a mock-up of the user administration code they use at BBB, Annabelle said. I put this together from memory, so it's not functional in any way, but you get the idea. This here, a string of text near the top, became highlighted in gold, is a brand new user account. This value here, the highlighting condensed to show the number hash 000, indicates its level. Brand new is zero, 
Each course increments it by one or maybe more, depending on the course type. There might be other ways that the level changes. The methodology doesn't really matter to us. What matters to us is figuring out what the value needs to be in order to get access to the interesting stuff. Okay, Dex said. I think I get what you're saying. But even if we knew that it takes level 34 to get the keys to the inner garden, I'm not sure how that helps us. Well, then I'd know what kind of user account to inject into their system, Annabelle said. Dex felt dumb for not getting where she was going until now. You're going to make a fake user. Well, it wouldn't be a completely fake user, Annabelle said. It would really be you or me or Ruby, whoever. Just a fake level value. Call it a kind of advanced placement system. That's great. Now, can I get out of this vortex of text, please? Sure, Annabelle laughed. I forget how disoriented you get in the command line. Dex grunted and refocused on their apartment. You're okay with this? he asked. It's cheating, she admitted. And if it turns out that we get information that we end up using, and it comes out that this is how we got it, well, I guess it's safe to say that I'm not going to get a glowing reference from BBB. That's a bit of an understatement, Dex said. Using the knowledge you got working on their systems to essentially crack it? He drew a sharp intake of breath. They would have to end up being pretty damn dirty in order for folks to forgive that. I know, Annabelle said. That's why I'm not using anything I learned. The user level is encoded in each user file, so anyone with skill who signed up for a class could see that it was there. The means to inject the, uh, free upgrade is a known exploit. No one cares because it generally has little value. I thought you were applying a security patch to their system, though. I was. Annabelle said. But not that one. Seriously? People think that systems are locked down like a vault. But just like everything else in the world, it's all trade-offs. The systems that take care of currency accounts? Those are tight. The database that remembers your drinks order? She shrugged. Not so much. But surely BBB would treat their user account database as a secure asset. As a whole, sure. But each constituent part has its own protections. It's complicated, and I doubt you really want the two-hour explanation, but the long and short of it is, I can upgrade a user to look like a trusted, authenticated member. It's not root access or anything close to it, but we ought to be able to find out what's really going on at BBB. I don't know, Dex said. I don't want to put you in a bad position, especially on a wild goose chase. Damn it, Dex, this was my idea. If I want to jeopardize my freelance career, that's my choice. I don't think it's going to come to that. And at the moment, I don't see any other way to get what we need. Does anyone else have any great ideas for finding who's responsible? Anything that even smells like a lead? No? Well, okay then. Dex wasn't about to change her mind. He wondered how much of this was her trying to atone for possibly working with an organization that was responsible for the attacks. And if he were honest with himself... He knew that if there weren't any potential personal repercussions for her, he wouldn't have any problem with this plan at all. He was being overprotective, and it wasn't fair. But he couldn't help the way it made his stomach knot. Okay, he conceded. Do you just do your magic now, or what? No, create the account the regular way first, she said. Like I said, it's not a fake account. This is almost entirely above board. Yeah, almost. Dex muttered, but she didn't hear. Or at least she didn't acknowledge it if she did hear. Which was probably for the best.
You've been listening to Pixels and Flesh by M. Darusha Wayne. For more information about this and the other Anderson Dexter books, visit darusha.ca. Thanks for listening.